Paul. And you're hearing Salem I'm hit. Let's just talk about Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah, my roommate's been going on about it. I have the same opinion of all the Assassin's Creeds where it's like after the third or fourth one, it's like, why Ubisoft, why? Because I wanted to play 9,000 of the same game over and over again, apparently. I didn't know this about myself until Assassin's Creed happened. (laughs) I used to make fun of all the Call of Duty people who would have a game that had very little change. But it's just something about fucking running up across rooftops and stabbing people in the neck that just makes me keep coming back. I mean, that's that's fun and all, but they, they they're really pivotal them out about as much as a sports game. Like uh They finally took a year break though. They didn't have one last year. Oh really? Stupid they had that stupid, stupid movie last year. Oh, which yeah. which ironically still feels like the best adaptation of a game ever. Even though it was terrible as a movie. I never watched a movie. Like I said, oh, it was bad. I was I was done, I was done with um, Assassin's Creed. I I technically didn't even play the third one, but I was I played a little bit of the third one. I didn't finish it. Um, I heard about what happened to what was his name Desmond, mm-hmm. and then they just like up and replaced him with some other character or something. Like what what, what was the point of Desmond? Okay, you know? so I totally agree with you. I hate that they butt fucked the modern part of the game because. You spent three games building up Desmond to be badass, and then fuck you. They wait. So now there's not no modern aspect of the game anymore. There was a modern aspect of the game, uh, where pretty much where they said Abstergo owns a game company. Oh lord! And you're playing the games by the game company. In one of the games, you were a secret assassin within the game company. The game company itself was Templary, so one of them, you were an assassin or something. I thought the neatest thing to come out of them not having Desmond and doing the whole game company shit was the tie-in with Watch Dogs. Other than that, it's been garbage. Mm. But, you know, the tie-in with Watch Dogs being your best thing is not great because Watch Dogs was pretty much poo, too. Yeah. Like, uh... As as much of a Ubisoft fan as uh, my roommate is, he he just now started playing Watch Dogs too. Like, I just now started playing Watch Dogs when they made it free. <laughs> like, it was really like the same stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's yeah, just... Ubisoft games like they, they, because they've made them so samey. They're trying to make them one big universe because they all have the same mechanics in them anyway. You know the 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 modern or the Watchdogs version of the Assassin's Creed. I mean, it was all right, but at the same time, it kind of took a lot of the coolness off of it too. Because you know, you you still play like I guess some assassin dude, but you're not really assassinating people. You're beating the Jesus out of them with a uh, one of those extendable poles. But I'm just like, what 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 are you? What is he doing? Like I, I think Watch Dogs Two has more of a point. <clears throat> Maybe I should probably turn you down. Oh, am I loud now? Or you're always loud. <clears throat> oh, but I think I might be getting reverb in the mic. Probably. Oh, whoops. I'll have to fix that later. I had to do that before. That's probably what the problem was before. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, but you're super loud. But. 
I kind of wish they'd gone with the Watch Dogs what they should have done, which, I mean, if they were planning to mesh the universes together, just because they killed Desmond, just they should have picked up and said Watch Dogs was the Assassin's Modern Way. Oh, that would And it would have been like a spinoff franchise for people that like the modern shit. Yeah. And people could have kept the modern shit and kept the pasty shit that everybody else loves because a lot of people just fucking hate I have to get out of the past to play Desmond. That's what. That's why Desmond got rid of in the first place because all the less interesting people who were playing wanted to dump the modern tie-in when they should have just said, "Hey, Watchdogs, we're the modern spinoff of Assassin's Creed." Yeah, I mean they they might as well have. I mean that's what I was sort of expecting too. In fact, I'm sure that most people that were probably ignorant of the series was like. Is this is this is this like am I Desmond now in Watch Dogs? No, and that would have been great. Like, I think the main thing is they should have never killed off Desmond. In fact, as loath as I am to say it, I guess if if Assassin's Creed Three was the end of Desmond's story, he he was happy and free and then fucked off, and then all these other things were just spinoffs. I think people would have just took it way better than, oh, we want to continue the story. Desmond dies. Yeah, like oh, it's Desmond Death thoroughly pissed me off, and I did not buy four. Tony bought four. <clears throat> yeah, I did not spend any money on four or Rogue or Unity. I played them, but I didn't buy. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know because there's always something with an Ubisoft game. I I, I bought and played For Honor, and that was fun. And. Thankfully, it was less glitchy than... Uh, what's the other one they made? Uh, the Divide? No. I don't know. It's the one where it's snowing in New York and there's some plague, but everyone's pissed off and killing each other. I have no idea what you're talking about. No. Ubisoft games blend, blend together. Like, it could have been... You could have said Far Cry or... <clears throat> yeah, I guess. Persia or... They, uh, they, they all play the same. No. Wait. So if they made Prince of Persia, that was actually a good game series. But it I think they tried. The point, it was all devolved to the point where it was the same control mechanic. You could pick up... one of the, I think that's one of the things I like about Ubisoft having the samey shit. It's like, if you just want to pick up a game and not think about what button you gotta push, you can pick up an Ubisoft game and just do what the, <laughs> and do what the fuck you want without thinking. See, but what's that is, though... So what is it? The Unity, the Unity engine... I think they've just been letting other people make games off of it. People have made swell games off of it. Yeah. Uh, what was it? This recent one that I had a slight obsession with for the last couple of weeks. Uh, have you ever heard of Cuphead? Yeah. I refuse to play Cuphead because I know it's going to be too hard and I would, I would rage quit and it would be a waste of money for me. Well, I mean, I've seen people play it. I should get it myself. I've seen yeah. people play it and it's made from the Unity engine from what I was told. And I'm like, this looks amazing. People, this is a well-constructed game. Yes, it's still a 2D uh, Mega Man kind of deal, but, I mean, someone was able to make a good game out of Unity. Yeah. Granted, it's not 3D, which I guess is the true benchmark, but, like, I don't know. I just For whatever the engine is, other people are using it for different things like it and are making you know, different things. I just don't understand why Ubisoft doesn't make good different things. Now, like, For Honor had a lot of uh, hope, but they went cheap with it. 
Like, I would be playing in a versus match, and all of a sudden, the entire action freezes for a minute, and I didn't know what was going on. And I learned that the internet for us to play with each other, where we're actually ripping off each other. So, like, if someone leaves the game, it messes with their internet, because it was peer-to-peer. I'm like, what? Yeah, that's lazy. What? Like, now I heard they went to their own servers, and it's gotten better, but... I mean, it took them so long to fix that that I myself have kind of lost interest. Yeah, you lost interest so much that we're still we're not talking about Assassin's Creed Origins. We were talking about the series, and then you trailed off because you got mad. Oh, I'm just. <laughs> I mean, what what more can we say about Assassin's Creed than uh, they killed Desmond, and now they're just <clears throat> basically making it like a sports game, like Dynasty Warriors. It's it's Assassin's Creed 13. You know, you know, I I do have to say I am less upset with Call of Duty players for spending all their money on it. Although I didn't really spend all my money every release, this will be the first one that I bought in a while. Well, I did buy um, uh, Syndicate, <laughs> Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed London. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to play as the girl assassin in Syndicate, just like I bought a. Uh... Damn it. Just like I bought the one with Aveline. The one that was on the Vita and then it got ported mm. to the consoles. Yeah. I got that one because I wanted to play a female assassin because they apparently were allergic to that for a long fucking time. Yeah, they were. And now it's clearly a brown guy, so I got to buy this one. Mm. Of course, I'm going to buy it half price. I'm not going to buy it at 60 bucks. I'm going to buy it when it's 30 But Yeah, and, then, uh, and that's another thing, too. I, I feel like they're really trying to hit because if I understand it, Origin, I guess he's the first assassin who finally, I guess, creates the order or whatever. I guess. Um, it took them, they went so roundabout to get to that point. Like, I felt like they did it because they knew they made Assassin's Creed, I don't know, Streets of New York or whatever. Actually, I think that's what one of them was based off of. Like, if they just made another Assassin's Creed in space or something, everyone's going to like, yep, we're done with this series. They- well, you know, I, I wanted to play it, and I wanted to play and scale some pyramids, and I want to play the... one of the Asian sets of assassins. That's cool. And then that, then I'm covered. I mean, I played the uh, Chronicles versions of stuff, but that was 2D side-scrollers, and I always sucked at those, and I hated that. I want full-on Assassin's Creed China. Or Japan, something. Yeah, that'd be cool. And you then know, I'm done. you know, <laughs> and yeah, actually checking out different geography. Which yeah, I guess they technically do. You know, it was Middle East and uh, Italy. I, yeah, I think you just said they did one in England. Yeah, you know? I like scaling in different cities. I mean, it's I really because I don't actually pay full price for them. I don't treat them as full standalone games. They're just big fat expansion packs for the for Assassin's Creed. You know, that's you're not really wrong. That's that's what they feel like. Like, you know, 4 was on the high seas, you know. Like Yeah, 4 was a fucking pirate game. I don't I don't, I don't like 4. Like, I'm like the I'm like one of the few people in the loves the series that fucking hates 4. I didn't want to play a damn pirate game. I wanted to play a fucking Assassin's game. It was a great pirate game. But that's not what the fuck I signed on for. I think that is what a lot of people like the Assassin's Creed for, the whole, you know, climbing and 
you know, like the parkour game, you know, yeah. that Mirror's Edge, Mirror's Edge tried to be. And the parkour part was great in that game, but the story is like, what's going on, you know? The original Mirror's Edge was good. The yeah. The second one I hated. Yeah. Like, Don't do no shiny reboot and then make it look like every other fucking game when part of the great things about Mirror's Edge was that it looked different. Um, do you care if I... Do you care if I say anything that's about the story or about a certain boss fight in part two? No, I didn't make it that far. I went to sleep. I I, I own it because my brother bought it. I was just gonna say, do you care if I talk about it? No, I don't care about. It. I don't care what you spoil that shit. The the, the 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 final boss, the two final bosses, is like what like the dude's super bodyguards. Like you don't even fight the dude. It's just like you see these two guys are like, man, why are these goons are so hard? Oh, they were the final boss fight, really? You know, that's exactly how most people felt. Like, wait, those were the final bosses? I just thought they were two super annoying enemies. Well, in the original game, you finished the game by jumping into the helicopter and kicking a dude. Like, I didn't even know it was the end. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> me and my brother were tag team in that one. And he got to a part that was hard where he had to get through the building. And he got to the save point. He was like, all right, I know this boss is going to be hard. I'm going to save up and I'm going to pa- and I'm gonna save it for tomorrow. And then I woke up, and all I had to do was run and jump kick the dude, and I was mad as hell. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'll admit, one of the main reasons why I like indie games is because the people who make indie games, they know what players expect. They expect to do some boss fights. They expect some cool gimmick that makes this game different from the other games. And, of course, they expect the final boss of Doom that is really there to just break your face open and it's like I look at these AAA games and some of them just end with like alright you've made it to the end now you know the truth uh what but isn't there supposed to be some guy that's supposed to be stopping me from attaining the truth no you made it through the journey the end what like when it comes to Cuphead like that's basically boss fight the simulator basically but yeah, that, that's, that's why I couldn't play it. I'll watch other people play all day long, just like with the Souls <laughs> games. I can watch other people play, but I'm not going to touch those things because I don't want to break my machine. That's another thing I get a little annoyed of, too. As someone that watches Twitch a lot, every single time, like, the first the first 50 comments I remember when people were first playing Cuphead is, is this the Dark Souls of this type of game? Like, everyone compares everything to Dark Souls. Because Dark Souls consumed everyone's life for a while. I mean, Dark Souls. I don't. Don't get me wrong. Fun game. Looks interesting. That's cool. You know, it's Dark Souls. So, like, let's just leave that game to Dark Souls. Oh man, uh, Mega Man Eleven came out. Is this like the Dark Souls of Mega Man? Everyone needs to copy Dark Souls. Everyone needs to learn and copy Dark Souls. Dark Souls made so much fucking money. We're gonna, you know, it's gonna be nine thousand Dark Souls before they realize that's not what the fuck people loved about it—the hardness. It was the atmosphere that went with it. Yeah, I can agree with that. A lot of games do not capture the atmosphere of Dark Souls, but you know, it's all these hardcore gamers are like, "Oh man, it's just like Dark Souls," and then you know. Some of the indie games I buy now is their their literal description is oh this is like Dark Souls but two D. I'm like, yeah. really? Why can't you call it your own thing? You know, why does it have to compare to this game that is 
known because they for... have to compare it to a triple a game to sell it i'm yeah i guess that's true that's, but uh that's why we have so many we're gonna release this every fucking year triple a games <clears throat> yeah that's true okay yeah. so go ahead one of the things I wanted to bring about Origins was uh, something that Richard hit me to today. Huh. Tales from the Tomb skits. It's uh, like uh, the tomb paintings and stuff. Well, wall paintings from the era. And they make little jokes about Assassin's Creed. I thought it was a little adorable. It, I mean, they weren't hilarious like they probably meant them to be. Mm. But they were actually cute. And I think that was an interesting way for them to market the game. Instead of just showing running up the side of the building <laughs> like they did in every other game before, yeah, they actually had a little. They added a little comedy because they know they had to add a little levity to it because it's like the nine thousandth game. I don't even know which number this is. Yeah, like I even admitted to my roommate, like when 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 someone releases Assassin's Creed the finale or the end, I guess I'll play that. You know. Just to see how it ends, how they decided to end the series. But, I mean, if they were going to end the series on a graceful, awesome note, they've basically missed their chance, like, I think two or three times now. So, Yeah, well, ending the series on an awesome note would have been dealing with Juno. And they don't want to release the game that deals with Juno, because then that would be the end of the series and they couldn't, start, they couldn't keep collecting their money. The Assassin's Creed full-on game that I want to play deals with Did You Know, but I don't think that's ever going to come the fuck out because they're milking so much money. They they still get so much money even after they killed Desmond that fuck it, who cares about the story? Person in the past, let's go. I guess that's true. Which, if they'd done the transition correctly and split off into Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed as separate entities, they could have continued the Desmond in the future story and not had this bullshit happen and had tie-ins between the games because it's part of their giant expanded universe. I just... It was just such a wasted opportunity that they didn't break off. I honestly feel like they didn't do that because uh, I think they wanted to watch how the first Watch Dogs was received. You know, it's it's sad, but when I when I see a lot of these... But they knew they would have made money tying in. I mean, as much money as they made from Black Plague, they would have made plenty of money tying into Watch Dogs. Plenty. I guess I guess that's also true. I just know a lot of people were like, well, but since I think Watch Dogs flopped, I think they wanted to kind of keep it away to make sure it doesn't hurt Assassin's Creed money either, I guess. No, Watch Dogs flopped, and if Watch Dogs would have flopped as a Desmond Continues... Or Desmond's secret child continues or whatever the fuck bullshit they wanted to do with it. It still would have been okay. Because regular Assassin's Creed would still hold strong. Watch Dogs would have just been dead. And of course we wouldn't have got Watch Dogs 2, which was apparently better, but I haven't played that yet. Yeah. And it's, it's, from what I hear, it's slightly better. Like, But I feel like Watch Dogs itself would have been better if they had done more, done a better job of tying the universe together. Just like I feel like Black Flag shouldn't have been a straight-up Assassin's Creed game. It should have been the starting game for their pirate series. Because that should have been a spinoff by itself, too. 
they could be banking from three separate franchises with the Assassin's Creed name. I think... But they fucked that up. I think if if Ubisoft believed in itself to make a nice, cool adventure series, I think they could th- figure something else out entirely, but I just don't feel like they want to get that creative. Oh, it know? was such a waste because, expand, you know, giant fucking multi-part universes were already a big thing. I mean, we already had the Marvel Universe. And DC's drunk-ass cinematic universe where we have multi-different parts that all blend together whenever the fuck they want. Right. They missed the perfect chance to do that with three separate video game series. Like idiots. Oh, yeah. Like, the official games could probably be official, but then they could make spin-off games where they collide. That'd be kind of neat. Yeah, because, like, they could have their Black Flag series specifically for the pirates which tied into Assassin's Creed with Edward Kenway. Then they could have their Watchdog series, which ties in with Assassin's Creed and deals with super techno fighting versus Juno. Nice. And Juno's minions, which sounds really fucking... Sorry. Which sounds really fucking cool. I don't know. My my, my own interpretation was Captain Dresden Sparrow of the high seas having to hack yeah, his and way. And you can to... have as many fucking pirates <laughs> hanging out with assassins as you want because it would be an intermingled series and they all knew Edward. So they could hang up and show up wherever, you know, much like the Marvel Cinematic Universe where you jump back and forth. I mean, every other company making money wants that kind of money. Interwoven universe. And wow. Ubisoft shot themselves in the foot by not tying in more. I think it's more the developers were like, hey, wink, nod. Oh. When Ubisoft could have jumped on that. Like, the, the, the individual developers of the games, I think they just were like high-fiving each other with the tie-ins. I, I do I do have to mention this now, because actually now I just now remembered, yeah, that game, The Division. They really need to check their tech in their games sometimes. Because the thing that really stuck out to me was sometimes when I played Division with my friends, where my character would literally sink through the ground for no reason and die. What like, the fuck did I got to do with what I was talking about? Well, sorry, <laughs> I just... I. The honest truth is, I kind of hate Ubisoft. Well, <clears throat> they also missed the chance to make reference to all the other three series, which would have made people, more people buy The Division, even though it was terrible, if they just put Easter eggs in that shit, because people buy Easter eggs like a motherfucker now, too. That's true. I would have played it. I, I would have played the division, thinking it was more tied in if there were Easter eggs in it. I played it because somebody else bought it, but it was a, it was a war game, and I'm not big on just generic war games. The um, no, like with with Ubisoft in general, like there's a lot of things that they do in all their games that are just glitchy and whatnot, like. Hopefully they got it polished now so that when you do play Origin, you know, whoever the guy is that you play as isn't like, yeah, just climb up the side of a pyramid and fall through it and die. And you have to, like, reboot the game or something. I feel like there's still going to be a crap ton of glitches, but it's going to be, you know, whatever it is, it's never going to be as bad as Unity. So it's fine. Oh, Lord. Unity was so bad, I ain't going to play that shit. Ever. (laughs) I saw the... The, the 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 nightmarish 
this boat appeared and all the you know that that one video where the, he you walk to the dock and then the boat spawns and falls into the water and then the people spawn in pieces and it was a terrible terrible nightmare vision that I will never be able to remove from my brain. Jesus. It was faceless people, people with limbs. It was just it was just horrible nightmarish terribleness that I could never play because I don't know where to see that glitch. Like un- a- Uncanny Valley is terrifying to me. It's like it's like a high res game and someone trying to load on like a Dell Latitude. <laughs> yeah, it, that that video on its own was just terrifying. And those stoop and those things where the face doesn't render and it's just eyes and teeth. That should that should no no. I'm not playing Unity. I can't do that. Yeah, like that. That's what it is. It's like I don't know who they got doing their tech, man. But yeah, jeez. They just it's it's not it's still the same game. They're just taking the chunk. From the other game and just pushing it forward, slap some shit on top. It's just giant expansion packs. That's why I don't pay full price for them. Now wait a minute. Are they? Are they? Oh, well, some of them were on PC, weren't they? Or were they all console games? They ported some of them over to PC. I think they I ported to PC. Okay. PC. So yeah, everything's that... ported to PC now, except except a lot of indie games. Like everything else, it's like we're gonna put it on the console because console people are idiots and they're gonna buy it, and then mm-hmm. we'll port it. Yeah. I don't know. I I can't deny that I'm one of those guys that you know I have a PC that I'm speaking on right now and does a decent job playing games. But I, if I had the PlayStation Four option, I'll play it on my PlayStation Four. I just feel more comfortable playing games on my PlayStation than on Steam. I can't afford the computer that I want to play games on, so I got to play on the Xbox. Hmm. I can play older games in my Steam account right now, and I have a bunch of stuff in my Steam account that won't run on my machine. <laughs> but the next computer will be able to play them. I will say though, I do miss the games where you do exploration and whatnot because I just after really thinking about it, yeah, I think Assassin's Creed is one of the last games that's really all about exploration and collecting stuff in the world. And I feel like um, Origins is gonna is is gonna be big enough to where I'm just gonna dance around it for a while. I mean, not like Skyrim big where you do it for like a year. But oh, it's yeah. it's gonna be a while that I'm gonna spend exploring Origins, just to climb to the top of stuff and look around. Of course, I gotta get another TV because I'm not I have a small TV at this moment. Now, I know I know that you want to stay on uh, Ubisoft, but I am kind of curious how Bethesda would ever top Skyrim. Like, wow, that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough act to follow. I don't even know how they're going to do that because I still play... I bought Skyrim three fucking times. <laughs> like, I don't know if they're even going to bother to top it. I know they did their little online game, but... Yeah, they were yeah. trying with the online game, which a lot of people like. I just... Nah, that's not what Skyrim is to me. Skyrim is me. A nice, good bottle of something. Mm. Some snacks. And fuck you, I'm going to disappear for four hours. I don't need to talk to anyone. Actually, I heard that their online game is actually flopping because... Like like you said, it, it doesn't really capture the spirit of what people wanted from the game. Like a lot of people, they wanted to be badass warriors playing together. They would play some other game. Yeah. But Skyrim is, or all the all the all the uh, what is that entire universe or all the Elder Scroll games? Yeah. Were about you know you You're the yourself. Badass. Yeah. You're the chosen one. The Super Saiyan Four. Ultra Instinct, Spirit Bomb, Goku 
Yeah. Wrecking the universe. The dragonborn bitches. Yes. <laughs> and I played every single thing, but the online, I played every single Elder Scrolls game except the online because I don't give a damn about these other people. I'm the fucking dragonborn bitch. That and also because in the grand scheme of things in that game, yeah, your character gets powerful, but you you never become as broken powerful as, you know, Skyrim you. <laughs> yeah. Because one of my characters, that uh, one of the characters I built on 360, uh, I leveled them up all the way. And they can Damn. just walk around and create chaos, and sometimes you just felt like doing that. Also, part of the fun of the Skyrim games, too, was... To- did I just accidentally shoot a chicken? Now that now, like I have to go destroy the world now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. wants to come fight you. Yeah, I I played uh, I played Fable before I played Elder Scrolls. I had to go back and play the first couple of Elder Scrolls because I, you know, I I, I didn't want to start playing an RPG and disappear into the game because I knew that's what happened when you played RPGs. You weren't a person anymore. You were part of the game. Mm-hmm. So I played Fable, which was RPG Lite. People kept complaining about it. It's such a tiny, you know, played that one because it was small. And in Fable, you kick the chickens. Yeah. I had no idea about the Elder Scrolls. Don't fuck with the chicken. <laughs> yeah. So that became my goal in the first, in uh, Oblivion. Yeah. The don't attack the chicken thing fuck that I chickens. hear was yeah. uh, actually a throwback to Zelda. Uh, when you beat when you beat the living Jesus out of the chickens, you don't kill them. But when you beat them like twenty times with your sword, a whole flock of them will just wreck your soul. And damn, they did like one heart of damage, which most creatures in the game, unless they were badasses, only did like half a heart or a fourth hmm. of a heart. So, see, yeah, I didn't like, I didn't really play a lot of single player games in Zelda era because it was me and my brother and our friends and we would play stuff that we could all play together. So a lot of the you play the game and you focus on completing the story, I didn't really play. Plus they were kind of hard. I sucked at Nintendo and stuff. No, the uh what was it? I remember that the Super Nintendo Zelda, I played that game for 5 years. Granted, child couldn't buy anything else so you know yeah. it was kind of like my game and you know now older me if i'm spending more than six months on a game that isn't like some sort of constant i guess game like you play this game every every week and you get something new or cool or more powerful i'm probably going to be done with said game in two or three months and i'm like man as a kid but, you know, you had to kind of ration your games because you got to play with whatever mommy and daddy yeah, whatever you. Whatever your parents could afford, that's what you play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we play a shit ton of Mario Kart. When Super Nintendo came out, it was Mario Kart, multiplayer, multiplayer, whatever. Now, Mario Kart and stuff is kind of an exception because, you know... In Donkey Kong Country. You, you, you throw a party, it, you're always busting out whatever Mario Kart you got. That that's yeah. That's the de facto party game. Mario Kart... Um, maybe Mario Party. Mario Party was alright, but um, yeah, I kind of I don't own I don't have a Nintendo console anymore. So now that game is Blur. Ah, uh, it's like Mario Kart, but with real cars and more adult uh, traps to spring on people. It's mm. really it's just a complete. It's like an adultized Mario Kart. That's really all it is. Oh, okay, interesting. 
Yeah, you get the you throw. It's not you don't get shells. You throw like shunts, and you can like uh, EMP other cars. You get three slots like Mario Kart. That's it just cool. looked like real cars, and it's. It was a my nephew liked that he could play go from Mario Kart to playing Blur, and he felt more like he was a big kid too. Oh yeah, I mean that that game that game actually sounds pretty awesome. A lot of what draws people to Mario Kart, despite how kiddy it is, is that it, it's Mario, and a lot of people grew up with said games. That's why a lot of these franchises from childhood still survive, while other ones like Metroid get kicked to the curb, even though they're back then that far too because i guess metroid was too serious or something i don't know i heard something about the dev for metroid it was like hey we made a we made a 3d game if you really want metroid buy this game or else we're gonna stop you know making this game i'm like but metroid is an iconic game from those days yeah you know it's like wow i like metroid after the fact I didn't like Metroid until after somebody beat the game. And then I found out that Samus was a chick. But I never played it that far because I sucked. You know, that's a, that's another thing that I missed too. Like, my favorite era of video games was the PS2. It was yeah. like that perfect synergy of quality game. But people were just making games left to right of whatever the hell they wanted to make. Um... Key example for me, Kanamari Damashi. Hell yeah. You played as some little guy that was just rolling shit together until he just basically rolled his own planet off the planet. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Spyro the Dragon. It, it was a yeah. platformer, but it was a weird-ass platformer. Oh, yeah. Um... I liked it because, you know, you got to, like, glide around. Like, he, unless he got, like, super powerful in the third one, I think, he could never fly. He could just glide around stuff. But, yeah, it was still a quirky, fun game. Um, One other game I've been watching a lot is um, A Hat in Time. And I feel like that game really captured the spirit of, like, Spyro and Banjo-Tooie and uh, the Mario platformers the 3D platformers pretty well. And I actually had to realize I kind of miss those games, which also led to my comment that the only people that really do the world exploration anymore and pick it up like really cool shit is Assassin's Creed. Yeah. You know, everybody else has like a, you know, a defined storyline, you know, go, go here, go down this left corridor instead of right for a few minutes to talk to somebody to get some special bonus. But that's about it. Yeah, Assassin's Creed, you have you have the freedom to just run around and murder guards for hours. And yeah. it doesn't punish you at all. Hours. Well, <laughs> right. Um Yeah, and you know, that's kinda cool because, you know, they kinda had the lone the lone gunman feel, you know, not like not like in, say, Skyrim where you murder one guard and the entire world's like, this guy's now an enemy, and we must go kick his ass from wherever, you know? Yeah, and you got a bounty that you got to clear up, and you got to do this and do this, and oh, shit, I got to do this while I'm over here. Like, it's just, there's no homework. You can just get in there, murder some guards, and clock out, and call it a day. Yeah. They only hate you for, like, five minutes till you escape them, and then they're like, well, fuck you, we're not chasing this guy. 
Well, I like to think that your character was just so badass. It's like, all right, we get to live. Let's not let's not go pork, poke the hornet's nest and die. Let's. let's There's let characters that, that started doing that in three. There was a in the Revolutionary War characters. They'll they'll they walk, they march, and of course they drum because they did that loud ass shit before. And they walked and they would drum. A lot of times, if you murder all the people around him, the drummer will run away and be like, "You cool? It's over." <laughs> A whole lot of scared drummers in my Assassin's Creed universe that ran away like little bitches. Yeah. But I'm not sure if it started at three, but I know I remember three specifically. There was a lot of, okay, fuck it, you win. <laughs> yeah, like, like I can't deny that if if they would just do the story right, Assassin's Creed would still be a great game. It's just what they've been doing to the story or yeah, like they basically just kind of went the way a street fighter where story doesn't matter. It's like, we're assassins. We're here and we're, you know, ready to stab shit. That, 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 that's our game. Kill shit. You know? Well, part of it is just, you know, the person who was writing the story quit. And, I knew that before I knew the story came out, and I was really worried. And of course, my fears were correct because they said "fuck the story" because that guy quit. Actually, um, actually, one I heard it was a woman, and two, uh, I was watching a video. Uh, if if game companies uh, were one hundred percent honest, and I think I think she proposed that she wanted to end the Assassin's Creed series with like you know. I think Desmond finally figuring out what's going on, the happy end, putting an end to the whole uh, time shit, and Ubisoft said no. Well, I mean, no, we want to make money for the series to end. And um, I don't know if she quit, if she willingly quit either. I don't know if she willingly quit, or if it was just like, all right. You really want to do this? Put your name on this resignation note. You know, like kind of how higher end people of the company has to, they're forced to resign because they're they're technically fired and if they don't fire themselves or resign and I guess their lives are treated like shit or something. I don't know. Like, oh, I'm looking up the lead writer right now because I can't remember if it was. Uh, I I heard I heard it was I heard it was a woman so. Because I remember in Assassin's Creed 1, I thought that was one of the biggest drives, was that it's a it's a woman, either writer or programmer, that thought of Assassin's Creed. That was one of its big draws back then. Well, they like to say that they're uh, multicultural. Yeah. So They're PC and diversified and, yeah. So we can make the racist jokes, it's fine. Basically. <laughs> The uh, uh what's that well, I looked up Revelations and Revelations two dudes, uh, mm. Brotherhood. Let's roll back main Assassin's Creed because it might have been a woman writer in the first place. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because like I said, I remember them making a big deal of it on like what was it G four or Tech TV back in them days. Yeah. Like, holy crap. Hold on. 
Let's answer this question now. I just know Corey May was the writer that I remember that left after oh. Revelations, I think. He wrote story. Okay. Darby DeWitt was with the original one. Oh, damn. Hold on. Where is that? Assassin's Creed. The creators, Patrice, French name I can't pronounce, Jade Raymond, and Corey May. So Corey May was the one that was writing for it the longest. Mm. Patrice is a dude. Jade Raymond. Okay. Jade Raymond was the chick that was one of the original creators. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. I'm reading some more. So she only she only helped. I mean, she was one of the creators of the first game, and then she was executive producer of two. Because hmm. it just says producer for her on the first one. But generally, the creator on the main page. Yeah, because I Her remember. Page says producer. I remember Tech TV or G4. I don't remember what lifespan that channel was on at the time. They made a huge deal about it. Nah, I don't even remember. I probably watched it too. Yeah. Oh, the Electric Playground. I never watched the Electric Playground. It came on when I had other shit to do. Because she was on the Electric Playground. Uh, I don't That's even... why G four made a big thing. They hired her after that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I never. Yeah. I oh never... no, they hired her. But okay. What? She worked on G four and then went to Ubisoft Montreal, where she created for Assassin's Creed game. She was one of theirs. That's oh. They made a big deal about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that most definitely makes sense. Because she worked at EA and produced The Sims Online. Then she went to G4 and worked on the Electric Playground as a part-time correspondent. And then she went to Ubisoft Montreal where they created first the, the first Assassin's Creed game. That's a that's a badass life story. Yeah. Shit. Wish that was my life. I wish that was my life story. I made the good shit, shit and I rolled out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you made the good shit. That's what truly matters. Yeah. You know. Because she was the executive producer on the two, and then Bloodlines, and then she moved on to Watch Dogs, which is probably why Watch Dogs was tied into the rest of Assassin's Creed. Because mm. she was EP. That's cool. She was also EP on Blacklist, which... Mm. Splinter's on Blacklist. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like it was better than Conviction, but eh. But no, I, but it wasn't. But I played a couple of Splinter Cells, but I think I think Uncharted take that took that crown from them. Yeah. Well, Splinter Cell started to water itself down for the dummies because I didn't play Splinter. I couldn't play Splinter Cell. I sucked at it. And then Conviction came out, and people were like, "This is th- Conviction offers three play modes." You know, for the people who really know how to play Splinter Cell. And then there's the, you fucked up, but you can still finish the level. And then there was just, just shoot the guns. Conviction offered the three options. So I played Conviction because I figured I'd end up playing, you know, you blow up the guns. But it actually helped me build to where I was a better yeah. general player. So I kind of, I, I have a special place, say, for Conviction because it helped me not suck at Splinter Cell games. 
Yeah, I think the secret to Splinter Cell was that you always had to find a way to be above the enemy. Most of the enemies didn't look up. I think that was the secret. But if you were below them, if you were eye level, man, they 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 fucking see you from a football field. It's ridiculous. Hmm. Some of them, like the one, the the harder ones, yeah. Yeah, like like you you had to do you had to go round about. You had to just tap into your inner ninja to kill these enemies before they noticed you. Most of the time, you just had to basically get caught and fight them to the death, pretty much. Most of the time. I think that's yeah. how I made it through the first couple of games. Because I was not badass or sneaky enough or patient enough. That that game, that really tested your patience and sneaking up on somebody. Like, uh, I, I won't deny, I hate stealth games. Like, I don't hate the stealth so much but some of the things they make the enemy able to do to just detect you, like, like I can't stand a game that the enemy saw you at the corner of your eye, and as soon as the enemy sees you, that's it. It's over. You have to start back over. That pisses me off. I'm glad. That's one thing I'm usually glad about Assassin's Creed. I think they made you do it once or twice, but I don't think you were ever, like, instantly sent back to a checkpoint just because they saw you for a second. Oh, they introduced that in in one of the games somewhere. I like the option of just mindlessly playing the game. And it it does. It is pretty much like I started Assassin's Creed ages ago and they just released new expansion shit for it every year. Except this time every other year. I don't know. I'm. I have no real predictions for the future of the next game. Like, in a way, was Unity even really a game? Like, I think they. I think their whole thing on Unity was the multiplayer. Like, I guess that was their party game or something. Now I don't give a shit about Assassin's Creed multiplayer. I played a little bit of uh, Wolfpack, and I think Rogue or Black Flag. Whichever one had Wolfpack. That was fun for like a little bit. And that, that's not what Assassin's Creed was. Assassin's Creed was me. And my little hand blades. Versus whoever the fuck I wanted. Actually. I, while I thought the hand blade was kind of cool. I always traditionally just like. Messing people up with the sword or. I don't think he ever had any two handed weapons. I mean that's mm. not an assassin weapon but. No. There was also the tomahawk. The tomahawk holds a special place in my heart from three. Mm. And the damn rope dart, because that was fun. Rope dart? Yeah, the rope dart in Assassin's Creed 3. The rope dart was a weapon they kind of slap at your head towards the end of the game. And Mm. they don't really tell you all the way how to use it. I'm just imagining like a rope tied to a kunai that you just whip around and throw at people. Kind of like the Chinese weapon. It sort of is. Okay. You pretty much throw the dart and it latches onto someone. And if you're mid-fighting and you use it, you can pretty much stray. You hit him with the dart, you yank him to you, and you choke him to death with the rope. Oh. The but. Get over here. The, yeah, pretty much. You become yeah. Scorpion. Yes. <laughs> but 
Get it's not here. even just that. What's you can that? also use the rope dart to do that to people while you're standing on a post and hanging. Oh on yeah. Couldn't you also kind of like use it to make a little rope bridge you can tight rope across to, or no? No. Oh. There wasn't a whole lot of rope traversal that you made until Syndicate. Ah. Uh. Because Syndicate had the uh, grappling crap. Which you didn't, which made it less of an assassin's game because you didn't want to climb the building. You just wanted to grapple that shit like Batman. Oh, yeah. Which made me stop playing Syndicate, honestly, because I didn't want to run it. I wanted to grapple. I'm like, but this is not Assassin's Creed. Yeah, but I have a grappling hook and I'm lazy. Assassin's Creed is basically one-third one assassination, one-third parkour, and, well, I said assassination and parkour, and I guess, yeah, like, dueling combat. But, yeah, definitely the parkour element. I mean, because, you know, the, the, the first amazing thing that everyone ever, ever saw from the first Assassin's Creed was, did he just drop, like, 300 feet into that bell of hay? Oh, snap. Because magic. Yeah, I know. And it looked awesome. Yeah. You know, despite the fact that dropping that far off the ground or the huge ass tower to that bell of hay you could miss even if you landed the 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 force transfer would break that damn bell of hay you fell in and probably you're back at the very least oh yeah nobody gives a damn about physics in a video game Come on. i know i know but still like damn that made the best part fuck yo physics i'm jumping in this bale of hay and then i'm gonna stack 37 bodies in it because fuck science oh yeah it was a thing too. Yeah, yeah. Because in the first, in, in, the, in the first and second game, you would just dump a body in there, and it, you know you move on with your life. I think it was. No, it was two. Where you got an achievement if you put five bodies in the same bale of hay. They didn't advertise that anywhere. <laughs> and I just found that out on my own when I first played. And I thought it was hilarious, and I'm like, they should do it by. They should actually have had a multi-tier achievement from that. Or if you get like 15 in there, you get more points. Especially with three, because you could get all your gamer points from that alone. Yeah. What was it? Some some of the achievements that people can get, especially in games now, is great. Um... I think there was something really stupid you could do in one game, and the achievement was literally why. <laughs> like, that, that was the achievement. You got an achievement why? for being born in 2. Oh, wow. Ezio was born, you got an achievement. Yeah, that's like... I uh, think that was the beginning of the why the fuck did you give an achievement for that achievement. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind milestone achievements like, oh, you made it to chapter five, you get an achievement. But, you know, very basic things, it's just like, oh, come on. I mean, I think back then achievements were still new and games like, achievements everywhere. Yeah. Everyone have fun with achievements. Yeah. 
I like how in the, the, this general episode I wanted to have about Origins, we mostly just talked about Ubisoft as as a blanket thing. Uh. Because it doesn't matter what game you're talking about with Ubisoft. You end up talking about Ubisoft as a blanket thing because all the games do the same shit. Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, that was kind of the, one of the sub, subplots I wanted to point out. Because like I said... um. I can appreciate some of the things Ubisoft tried to do. I can appreciate some of the... Assassin's Creed could have been a great story. It was a great story. Yeah, it was a great story until... It wasn't. (laughs) I mean, until they were like... I mean, some of the things they made you do in there, too, was kind of off the wall, where... Like, I can't remember which one it was. I think it might have been the end of the third Ezio game. But the one where you just... You know, Desmond was, you know, just about crushing on that one girl. I can't remember her name for the life of me. And Lucy, then, and then he had to murder her. Yeah, and then <laughs> it, it wasn't even, it wasn't even, it was like, hey, Lucy, what? Shank! Like, what the, what? It, it, it wasn't even, hey, Lucy, Shank, it was, hey, Lucy. And, and then Juno was like, guess what, you gonna shank this bitch? And he said no. And we never got to deal with. Desmond being taken over by people from the past and doing shit instead of him. Yeah. We don't get any vengeance from his dad or his nephew or any kind of shit. Like, like he's I, just dead. Fuck it. <laughs> like, I really think when Desmond just turned around and killed Lucy, I really think that was the end of whatever the original vision for yeah Assassin's Creed was. Because after that, somebody quit and the story changed. I mean, if I was the writer, I'd, be, I'd quit too. And like, uh, you're going to have Desmond to turn around and stab Lucy. But, but why? Oh, we got to keep the story going, man. Or we could just let it in and do something else. Nah, bro. This game makes money. Hold up. Like, come on. Really? Forever. And ever. And ever. 